Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tom, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eaton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other Ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the word. Let you see how large this building will be. And we believe by faith that it's something that the Lord wants to be done. Amen. Amen. Bethlehem. We want to get it right. Then the year of 2013 here at Bethlehem as we become more effective servants for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For First Peter 4 and 17 says, For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. It goes on to say that if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? And that's why it's important for us to tell about Jesus. We're entering to this, what is called Holy Week, and it's a good week to tell about Jesus and invite family and friends to come to the service, even as you pray before that that God would move upon them as they enter into the worship service. Amen? Amen. Amen. This month we've been talking about getting it right in money. Subtitled, How to Be Blessed and Highly Favored. And we've been standing on this word, Malachi 3 and 10, all month long in the NASB, which says, but the whole, uh, bring the whole tent into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house. And test me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you a blessing until it overflows. And everybody wants to be blessed and highly favored. But do you want to do what it takes for you to be blessed? And highly favored. Hello somebody. This morning we're going to share a message. Entitled Memorial Giving. Memorial Giving. And we're going to talk from John 11. 1 through 6. John 11. 1 through 6. Will you please stand. In reverence to the word of God. Stand symbolically saying. That I will stand on. The word of God. Let's read this out loud together on three. One, two, three. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. He 
may be seated in the household of the Lord this morning. We're sharing a message entitled Memorial Giving, Memorial Giving. We're going to learn from this uh, text about a lady from Bethany named Mary. And we want you to know that Mary, about Mary the sister, we want you to know about Mary the sinful. We want you to know about Mary the sacrifice and Mary the servant. Mary the sister, Mary the sinful, Mary the sacrifice, and Mary the servant. And we want you to know today that Christians should at times give to God sacrificially. Christians should at times give to God sacrificially. Before we get into this story about this woman from Bethany. Uh, We want to let you know that this woman was not Mary Magdalene. This woman is a woman from Bethany, the sister of Lazarus. I want you to know the difference between the two because the, the, the woman named Mary Magdalene came from a rich background. She helped to support the ministry of Jesus. And uh, she was the first one at the tomb when Jesus raised from the dead. And she was actually the first one who would be able to tell this Easter story that we're going to be talking about all week long. That's Mary Magdalene. But this is Mary from Bethany, and these two have been mixed up, uh, I believe, ever since uh, a Catholic preach mixed them up, and uh, and people have mixed them two up. Uh, Mary Magdalene was a rich woman. Mary from Bethany was a poor woman. She was a woman described as a sinful woman which was thought to be a euphemism for being a prostitute. And this woman who was a a sinful woman, she was a poor woman, but what we're going to see today in the text is that she brought a rich offering. This offering of Nor was thought to have been a whole year's wage. Uh, so she gave a, a, a gave sacrificially, gave sacrificially. This poor woman gave to God sacrificially, so much so 
that we still talk about her today, that we still sing about her today. As a matter of fact, one song that I was listening to last week uh, had me in tears by uh, a lady by the name of C.C. Winan, and I'm going to show this little piece of, 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 of rendition of this song about this Mary from Magdalene. Of Mary from Bethany. gift that was given was a a memorial for her. We talk about her. There's movies that have been made about her because she was willing to give this sacrificial gift that was of great worth. And, And she came and she just poured it at the feet of the Savior. A sacrificial offering that would memorialize her name for centuries later. Who is this lady? Well, again, we say that she was a sister. And in the text, there's much going on. 
For it says in verse 2 that Mary, whom's brother Lazarus now lay sick, uh, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. This situation is really a desperate situation because her brother whom she loved was sick and we learn a little later would die. Some people ask why does good things or bad things happen to good people? We know in this text that it it happened for God's glory. And, and this woman who had this special relationship who, who poured out sacrificially could personally sin for Jesus. Yeah. All right. Hello, somebody. Yes, Hello, somebody. And God is trying to get us uh, to be that kind of sacrificial church uh, that, that we give ourselves away uh, financially to accomplish his kingdom that we may be able to establish a deep, intimate, personal relationship with God that when trouble hits our family, when trouble hits our loved ones, we can call to see after Jesus. Hello somebody. Is there somebody here today? Oh, your problems Oh, have found you out, your troubles, your your tribulations, and maybe you're like Mary in the text. It's not your problem. It's your brother's problem. It's your mother's problem. It's your sister's problem. Oh, and you have poured out uh, to the Lord uh, in rich offerings not for anything but for his glory you have established a deep personal intimate relationship with God uh, to the point uh, that maybe he won't hear your mother maybe he won't hear your brother maybe but maybe because you have give uh, oh given uh, and have a personal relationship with him maybe if you sin for the master oh he'll see about your love one. Amen. Amen. Hello somebody. And when she poured all that all over his feet that day, that expensive gift, uh, it wasn't for anything uh, she didn't give uh, because she wanted to get back. Uh, she didn't give uh, to show. She It wasn't about a show. Uh, she gave uh, because she loved uh, her Lord uh, and her Savior. She gave uh, out of a pure heart. Uh, and uh, this is just the result of it, heaven. Hello, somebody. For Jesus, that she would send word to Jesus, but she and Jesus would come. Hello, somebody. In this text, I believe the old folk made that song. He may not come when you want him, but he's always on time because uh, even though she had a personal relationship, even though she gave, uh, oh, Jesus heard about it, uh, but Jesus delayed. Hello, somebody. Somebody said, I'm preaching this text. Uh, Delay is not denial. And somebody here today, you've been praying about something. You've been wanting God to move. You've been wanting God to touch your loved one. Touch. Oh, it's shared a love Sunday to touch. Oh, your ten most wanted in the box. And you think that God hadn't heard. You think that God won't deliver. You think because he hasn't rushed to your side. You think that delay is denial. But God says this morning. Morning that delay is not denial in Jesus' name. You have a deep, personal, intimate relationship with him. 
He's going to come see about the one that you love. Not in your own time. But in his time. Hello somebody. But Mary was a sister who had a brother that was sick. But in this memorial giving text we, we talk about that Mary was sinful. And in this text, you really can't see it, uh, for it says this Mary, whom's uh, brother Lazarus uh, now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord uh, and wiped his feet with her hair. And Luke chapter 7 uh, is where you get to see uh, most of the whole story. And it says in Luke chapter 7, 34, in the end of 38, and a woman in that town who lived uh, a sinful life uh, learned that Jesus Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house, so she came there with a alabaster jar of perfume. And the end of 38 says, and pour perfume on them, his feet. This woman was a, a, a sinful woman. And for her and Jesus uh, to come in contact for her and Jesus uh, to be, uh, uh, to have a rich relationship, an intimate relationship, it would almost be scandalous. Hello, somebody. One of some of y'all listening, your favorite, uh, your favorite uh, movie or, 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 or show now is Scandal. Hello, somebody. Well, well, this would be scandalous. How could the sinful and the sacred come together at one table? How and why should this happen? This woman who lived a sinful life uh, and sinful life again uh, was taught to be a euphemism, to be a a prostitute. Uh, This woman uh, in Bethany who uh, had a reputation uh, of being with all the men. Uh, This woman uh, who was sinful, who could have been a prostitute. Prostitute, uh, this woman uh, who you'd have thought uh, who would have never wanted to be uh, uh, around Jesus. Uh, some of you uh, experience life like I experience. Uh, a lot of times, uh, folk uh, don't want to be around a preacher. A lot of times, uh, folk in my own family, they're not comfortable being around the preacher and they scatter and get away from the preacher because of their sinful life. Uh, oh, but this person in the text uh, who had a sin for life oh and wanted to seek Jesus who was sacred wanted to seek him out she heard that he was in town and this woman would come together with the sacred this sinful woman would come together with the sacred don't you know if you're listening at the sound of my voice that's what salvation is that's what share the love Sunday is all about it's about the sinful coming in contact with the sacred and being saved in Jesus name and right now God is trying to come in contact with you you may say I live a sinful life well don't you know that we are all sinners up in here oh two types sinners who are saved by grace and the other type is a sinner that's not saved by grace don't you know you don't have to get your life right first before you come to God you just got to come to him just as you are in Jesus name say to your neighbor neighbor
Oh neighbor, come to Jesus just as you are. You can't clean it up because you ain't got enough strength or power to clean it up. You can't live it up because you can't live a perfect life. You haven't lived it thus far. Why do you think that you got to get your life right first before you come to church as opposed to giving your life to Christ and enabling him to give you the power which is the Holy Spirit of God on the inside of you who will enable you to get your life right. Hello somebody. Don't you know that God is still in the saving business. But some of the saints have lost, uh, oh, have lost sight of the harvest. Uh, oh, we, we, we only want certain type of people to be in the church. We don't want sinful folk uh, to be in the church. Uh, oh, we don't want the drug deal on the street to be in the church. We don't want the prostitute to be in the church. Uh, we don't want, uh, oh, the CEO, uh, oh, who's uh, stole more than anybody. Oh, we think he can come in the church. Uh, but don't you know, uh, I heard John MacArthur teach the text and they were wondering uh, or asked the question uh, why would Jesus come in contact with this sinful woman? John MacArthur said now why would Jesus come in contact with those sinful Pharisees? Uh, Hello somebody. Hello somebody. Because those Pharisees had a self-righteousness. Hello, somebody. This woman in the text uh, knew she was a sinner and everybody else knew her. And that's what our Savior is for, for a person who knows that they are a sinner. Hello, somebody. That's what church is for. Oh, to save, uh, oh, the sinner that's lost uh, in Jesus' name. She bust up on the scene. In the middle of all these church folk. Hello, somebody. Home, nothing hurts you like church hurt. You say, let me say today, these self-righteous folk that, that be around Jesus. They don't know him, but they're around him. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. But she busts up on the scene in front of everybody. Hello, somebody. Everybody, can you imagine this sinful woman, possibly a prostitute, bust on the scene in front of all these self-righteous folk? Uh, Hello, somebody. Here's a good picture of what happened that day. Here's sacrilege. She cries, tears flowing from her eyes. She falls at the master's feet. His feet, who was it was dirty, a sand, a sandy grain. Nobody had washed his feet. There was supposed to be a servant there that would wash the feet. She fell at his feet with tears in her eyes and began to 
wash his feet with the, the tears from my eyes. She would kiss his feet in front of everybody. Wash it, the tears from my eyes and, and get the expensive gift from the alabaster jar. They are wondering how you can be a prophet. I not to know what kind of woman she is. I know what kind of woman she is. She's a sinner. Simon, I have something to say to you. You see this woman? I entered your house, and you gave me no water for my feet. But she has washed them with her tears, and wiped them with her hair. You did not greet me with a kiss, but yet, she hasn't stopped kissing me. You did not anoint my head with oil. But yet, she has wanted my feet. So I say to you, her sins are forgiven as her love deserves. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Sins are forgiven. Your faith has saved you. Yes, Lord. You are forgiven. For you have loved so much. Amen. I was transformed back. You know, I I gave my life to Jesus Christ, I think, when I was around the age of, of 12 years old. But then I strayed. I, I, I strayed and I, I went and I lived my own kind of life. And, and I can remember these tears. But when I come back, there to Rose and Sharon Baptist Church there in Dallas, Texas, the sunny south side. And I heard what the preacher said and I, and without even knowing it, I had come to, before the church, I had come because uh, I knew I was living a sinful life and I, I had come before the church and I, and I came before the church and I've been, I've been good with words most of my life. But on that Sunday, oh, when I call it my rededication Sunday, I just stood before the people crying with tears in my eyes and I, I couldn't say a word. Yes, sir. All right. I couldn't say a word and God transformed me back as we see this woman before Jesus, before everybody, everybody hating on her, everybody not liking her lifestyle, all these churchified people being around, but there was just something about the mass that drew her past all these church folk, something about the mass that caused her oh, to lie down and worship him. There was something about the master that she would cry with tears in her eyes and wipe his feet. Oh, she didn't care about what was going on around.
somewhere and there's somebody here today you've been in church and you've been looking at the wrong people at the church you've been looking at them Pharisees that been talking you down calling you sinful you better put your eyes on Jesus and Christ alone oh and fall down at his feet I said fall down at his feet Worship him. That's what this church is about. It's not about the people. It's about Jesus and Christ alone. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. She came, but I want you to see something, though. We learned this a little earlier this month that in order to worship God, you cannot come empty handed. I said something. I said something. In order to worship God, you cannot come empty handed. She came with probably all that she had. Hello, somebody. The most expensive thing that she she owned worth a, a whole year's salary. Hello, somebody. How many up in here is ready? Oh, because they love the Lord so much uh, to give uh, today uh, a year's salary. It gets quiet now, don't it? <laughs> the song says, "You don't know the price of the all." In the alabaster bar. Hello, somebody. It was a it was a sacrifice, people. It was a sacrifice. It was a sacrifice. Hello, somebody. What it says. Verse 37. So she came there with an alabaster jar, a perfume. And she poured the poured the perfume on, on them on his feet and wiped his feet with her tears and her hair. Now you ladies probably can appreciate this better because there's something precious about your hair. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. Some women pay to get their hair done. $65 a pop. Hello somebody. Hello, somebody. Maybe more. Right. You, you, you get some of them micro, what do they call them? Micro beaded uh, braids. <laughs> you got to pay big money to get that done. Hello, somebody. All throughout this series, God is saying it is leading me this next month to give God more. To, to sacrifice more. We want, we want to build that building. Yes. Right. We've got to give more. We've got to sacrifice more. Yeah. Right. And, and, I, and, and I mentioned Wednesday night that righteous people look for ways to give. Yeah. Right, and this woman was righteous and she looked for a way to give right. and she gave it all. Right. Hello, somebody. Amen. And this next month, I'm, I'm going to give more to the building fund. I said, I'm going to give more this next month. Because I've been looking for ways to give. I, I thought that if I just cut the fast food out, 
which could probably be about $25 a week or more. Hello, somebody. How much would that be in a month's time? Hello, somebody. What if some of the women here, you, you say, preach, I don't have an alabaster bar, but you do have hair. What if you skip a beauty appointment next month or two? Some, some women get their, their hair done every week, every two weeks. What if you just miss just a month? Hello, somebody. Now, don't you come up here looking crazy now, though. But <laughs> but what if you just miss a month of beauty treatment as a sacrifice to the Lord? Hello, somebody. What? We believe in Jesus and we can't come to Jesus empty-handed. And this woman believed in Jesus and she didn't go to him on that day empty-handed. She had enough sense to know she needed to bring an offering. And she didn't just bring an offering. She brought a memorial offering. Hello, somebody. Somebody here today. God is requiring of you a memorial offering. It ain't cut out. Hello, somebody. Your your, your lunch for a week. It may be cut out your vacation. Hello, somebody. Woo. You say, preacher, now you're meddling. (laughs) Memorial offering. It may don't be don't give 10% on your income tax. How about giving it all? Hello, somebody. A memorial offering. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. For some, it's just, how about why don't you just start giving the way you should really give? All right. Hello, somebody. The way way you're supposed to be giving. Hello, somebody. uh, Mary gave a, a sacrifice. And for you, that would be a sacrifice. Just 10%, a dime on every dollar. That's a sacrifice to you because you've never done it before. Hello, somebody. God has work to do here at Bethlehem. And and, and, in Bethlehem, we need to to give for his cause. I want this dear couple to share their testimony about giving. This is a sacrificial offering that a church is planning for. Having a sacrificial offering to the Lord. I set up tithing, and you know, in the beginning, I wasn't down with it. I was like, you know, totally, you know, okay, we're going to church, but you know, what's this, you know, this tithe, this tithing thing? We were barely, you know, ends were barely being made met from paycheck to paycheck. We were grounded here to pay for every every paycheck, and now, you know, Shana had a revelation. Thank <laughs> you. 
Yes, no. That's what the message Bible says. They're talking about a sacrificial Sunday. And uh, and I'm going to ask the church that we, beginning in the month of April, to not just give your gift to the building fund. Some you need to start giving there. That's, that would be sacrificial for you. But I'm asking you as a church... To give sacrificially, give memorially. All right. Like this woman in the text. She gave this expensive gift. And lastly, and we'll we'll go home. Learn about Mary's sacrifice. Mary was a sister, Mary was sinful, and Mary gave a, a sacrifice, and Mary was a servant. Um, it is, it is so tremendous to see someone to take that place of a servant, because there's true greatness in the kingdom of God. And we've we learned about that in Sunday school, talking about being a a servant. She she walked in the place. In front of all those sanctimonious people. She, wasn't, she didn't go there to be seen. She didn't go there to be hurrahed. She went there because she saw a savior. And not only was she willing 
to give, but she was willing to serve. Hello, somebody. A, a lot of times, people with, with, with big money, they'll, they'll give, but they won't serve. Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. Let me say that again. A lot of times, people have a lot of money, they'll give, but they won't serve. Hello, somebody. And here this woman was in the tent. She showed up. Oh, and she had a large offering. And most of us uh, would have thought that was enough. Uh, oh, most of us probably would have walked into the place uh, like some of them folk in the big city and get in that giving line and say, I'm giving today. I'm giving today. I'm going to give my $1,000 gift today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tithe and I'm going to tithe today. I'm giving today. Uh, oh, she didn't walk in that place. Uh, oh, to be seen. Uh, she walked in that place because she saw uh, her savior and because uh, she saw a savior oh she was willing uh, to bring an offering uh, you cannot worship God uh, empty handed uh, you cannot say that you love the Lord with all your heart mind and soul uh, without giving uh, and you cannot do it you just can't do it uh, and then not only that uh, you cannot say uh, that you love the Lord uh, but you're not willing to do something for hello somebody not willing to do something uh, oh that's mediocre hello somebody oh a lot of us uh, oh don't mind leaving uh, oh the big committees uh, for the pastor anniversary but how many of us uh, are willing to take out the trash uh, hello somebody how how many of us uh, are willing uh, oh to wash the window uh, hello somebody how many of us willing to clean out the van hello somebody how many of us uh, are willing to truly serve him because if you love him not only will he have your pocketbook but he'll have your service oh he'll have everything about you hello somebody he just don't want your money hello somebody he want everything hello somebody he's a jealous God don't you know and he don't want to share nothing with nobody else because he is God and God all by himself God and God alone we call that holy and he just uh, assumes uh, that you should be holy that you should be set apart uh, oh to work the work uh, of him that sends you while it is day for the night comes uh, when no man uh, can work uh, hello somebody oh God just doesn't want just say offering uh, but he needs uh, a servant uh, hello somebody ask your neighbor neighbor Oh, neighbor, oh, you gave today, but how you going to serve next week? Uh, hello, somebody. You just can't just, uh, oh, come to church uh, on Sunday and think that's being a Christian. Oh, that's what a lot of those mega church have. Uh, they have a lot of Sunday morning only Christians. Uh, they come and they show up uh, on Sunday morning uh, and they won't do nothing else. Uh, oh, and they like to brag and say uh, how many members that they have. But I want to ask him, not how many members that you have, but how many disciples do you have? Hello, somebody. The Titus two women were talking from a book. Oh, a fan or what? A follower or what? 
a fan. Hello, somebody. Are you a follower or a fan? Oh, a fan will show up in the crowds and say hallelujah. But a, a, a follower, hello, somebody, will fall at the feet of Jesus and give an offering. An offering in tears. An offering with a hair. An offering with something that's expensive. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That's the kind of people that God wants to be at this place. Followers of Christ. Hello, somebody. Are you a follower? Are you a follower? Said in that last verse again, she, verse 38 of Luke 7. She stood behind at his feet, weeping. And she began to wet his feet with her tears. And she wiped them with her hair. Wow, that just blows my mind. And kissed them and poured perfume on them. Mary not only brought a sacrifice, but Mary was a servant. All eyes closed, heads about deacons, will you come? I'm so glad. For this woman that gave a memorial gift. I praise the Lord for her. Eyes closed, heads about saints are praying. I'm so glad that Jesus was a servant who was willing to come on this earth. And not only do the Marvelous miracles that he would do. But he would be willing to sacrifice himself. Even as he humbled himself as a servant. What he had to do was not a easy thing to do. It's something that he had to pray about on that night in that garden of Gethsemane. He prayed so hard that blood came streaming down like sweat. As he prayed these immortal words, Father, not my will. You see, to give a sacrifice, you've got to say this, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. Not my will, but thy will be done. And when he prayed that prayer, he was willing to give the ultimate sacrifice she or he left that garden and was portrayed by someone who was a part of his team he was a fan not a follower he had given Jesus up and Jesus would go and be tried for crimes that he did not commit and they would say crucify him they mocked him. They scorned him. They, they beat him, talking about a sacrifice. Now, there were other people in the Roman Empire that was crucified. But there was no one like Jesus, God's only son. For the Bible said that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. 
Jesus, God's only son, would be crucified. They put a crown of thorn on his head and put the cross on his back and led him through the streets of Jerusalem to that to that hill called Golgotha, and they nailed, they nailed him to the cross. Hung him up between two thieves. The ultimate sacrifice. They couldn't take his life, but he had to give his life up, and they put him in a tomb, and he stayed there the first day. He stayed there the second day, but I'm so glad that the Bible tells us, and what we're going to be celebrating next week on Easter is that he rose again on the third day. And we glorify him. There's someone here today. Hello again, this is Pastor Michael. You are Lee sinful, and everybody knows you are sinful. Today's nobody program. You can give your life to Jesus Christ right we now. We just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship so with God. Sweet. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up just their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for sins was buried and rose again on the third day dear god come into my life come into my heart as my lord and savior amen and praise the lord if you pray that prayer for the first time then the angels in heaven are rejoicing for now you are a child of the living king because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love, believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China. We're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home, a baby born. Needs to be a baby born in the family. Because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You, you must find a church home. 
Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Leeton, the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've called in this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword.bethlehem.com and you can hear it, uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. He raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state-of-the-arts build a reality because you've taken time to give. 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.